0: On this episode of Stories Behind the Grind, listen to my conversation with Luke Burroughs, founder of Grow Together. We discuss how the path forward for millennials is more varied than ever, how reflection can show you the way, and the importance of uncovering your purpose for clarity and direction. My name is Aidan Vocalo, and here you will find business strategies, tips, and tactics that you can incorporate not only in your own venture, but your life, to help you simplify and strategically grow, scaling up the impact you're having in this world. Listen as I talk to creators innovators, and game changers on what it takes to build an impactful business, uncovering their insights, strategies, and tips to help you increase profitability and develop a thriving team culture. Welcome to the Stories Behind the Grind podcast. Luke, thanks so much for coming on the Stories Behind the Grind podcast. It's great to have you on. My pleasure, man. Thank you for inviting me. Luke, you're the founder of Grow Together, helping students, young people, and millennials start and accelerate their personal growth journey. Tell me, where did the idea for Grow Together come from?
1: Yes. So it was a um, couple of years ago now. I'll probably start from the beginning of my story because then it kind of makes sense why I kind of created Grow Together. But basically, to cut a long story short, when I left college, I knew I wanted to run my own business. But you know, I was like 17, 18 at the time, had like no business experience whatsoever. So then I got a business apprenticeship. They took me on after the apprenticeship. And I kind of like fell into like the nine to five grind. Um, that led to, you know, personal challenges, like my mindset wasn't right. I felt like I had no purpose in life and everything. And then I started to try and build some, some side hustles, some businesses on the side. And so I tried to launch a t-shirt brand. i did done a little bit of, of affiliate marketing in that, but none of it really, none of it really gave me kind of that purpose, if that makes sense. And then I kind of like one day I just looked at it and it was like, actually, I'm not the only young person who's probably has like have these questions on like career, you know, like careers and, you know, purpose and like all of these other different things. And then, you know, I've done a bit of research. I, you know, I found that out, you know, by talking to other students, you know, they maybe go into university, but it's actually a course that they actually want to do. You know, some of them are being pushed like by parents, you know, just to fit in and all these different types of things. Yeah, so I created Grow Together in the beginning to provide that community of young people and, uh, you know, like-minded young people who can help each other to grow, you know, learn from each other, share experiences, and um but, you know, from there it's just uh just kind of went from there really and then beginning of this year we launched the growth Giver academy which is kind of kind of take it to that next level so so what i mean by that is like an educational platform we have lots of different online courses and training programs there to really help you know young people to find their purpose in life and you know their passion and you know start and accelerate you know their personal growth journey so i'm collaborating with a lot of other leaders in, in the space to create content so like your leadership coach or your confidence coach you know we're collaborating to build the academy and that's kind of where it all came from really from my own personal experiences and wanting to help other people who who are going through the same that you know i went through to kind of uh help them and show them that there is a way out and you know there is more to life than meets the eye really yeah for sure that that traditional career path you know it might have worked back in the day but
0: these days people are a lot more flexible and a lot more demanding on on what they want out of life did you ever feel any pressure from family to follow a particular path growing up
1: no not really I'll be completely honest they just wanted me to be happy you know and it's kind of like just that thing like i didn't feel like pressure from my family it was just kind of like the natural thing like to like go to college you know and then then get a job you know but there was no real pressure so I'm a huge like soccer fan for our, our American listeners, football fan. You know, that's a huge passion of mine. But apart from that, I didn't know kind of what my purpose or calling or anything was in life. At the same time, you know, I was facing a lot of different pressures, probably from more from like friends to fitting in with things that they were doing, you know, so like nightclubbing and drinking and kind of all all of these types of things that it's just completely something like I don't want to do, you know, and I have no interest in whatsoever. So if we're talking about pressures, probably the most pressure came from was my social circle and, you know, friends and that really.
0: Yeah. So through you growing Grow Together, have those friends stuck around? Have you
1: found new people (laughs) to, to engage with? Uh, no, so it's interesting because when I started one of the first side hustles that I, I wanted to build, I think it was an affiliate marketing one and I was like really excited as you are. Mm-hmm. And like I told them about it and they just kind of laughed in my face and I was like, huh. <laughs> you know, kind of friends and men are like, you know, support you and help you and that. So that is something that really stood out for me. I mean, you know, I still, you know, kind of spent time with them and hang around them, but as kind of my own personal development journey has went on over time it was like distance myself from them and yeah now I you know I pretty much uh, like locally where I live I don't really see them anymore or have anything to do with them so yeah I've, yeah I'm not around kind of that social circle anymore no so yeah you know it sort of experienced the same
0: sort of thing you know the friends that I once had especially at school and at university sort of fall away as you grow up and, and continue along your life journey so it's definitely a, I guess, a natural thing, especially when you've got this a bit more clarity around your purpose and the yeah, yeah. personal development journey
1: that you're on. Exactly, you know, and I, like it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, that they wanted to do all those things, you know, clubbing, drinking, and you know, and whatnot. For me, it's just like I wanted more from life than that, you know, and I suppose that's kind of some words of encouragement that I would say if there's anyone listening who feels the same that it's okay to go after the things that you want, you know, and if you do have that. Deep internal belief and feeling that you you want to find your life purpose in that, and you know maybe your social group is doing the you know similar things to what mine was. You know, that's okay because we are all different and we are all on different journeys in life. So just you know go and get curious about those of a different paths and pursue them. That's what I would say to anyone listening who is kind of going through similar things um, and around maybe a group of people that are similar to what I'm explaining.
0: On your personal development journey, were there any surprises
1: that came along the way that you weren't expecting, and how did you deal with those? Well, so I would say I probably went into the, you know entrepreneurship and my personal development journey both you know quite open minded, and I knew like it's, you know one day I'm going to be kind of on cloud line and the next day you know or a week later or a month later you know something's going to happen. And, you know, it's going to be unexpected because, you know, that's life, you know, that's definitely entrepreneurship and business. I think, you know, it's just, it's just keeping that faith, you know, and that kind of, you know, that faith and that belief in like the bigger vision and mission And that. I think I know, you know, like the situation that you're in, good or bad, is not going to, you're not going to be in that situation forever. You know, I think sometimes when people are maybe experiencing something bad or something, they attach a lot of meaning to it. So they think and feel like, oh, you know, then my life is so bad, you know, and it's, it's and it's not, you know, it's just that one like moment, if that makes sense. And so, you know, I, I would encourage them people to, you know, to reflect more, you know, and just sometimes to take a step back. So I think going into, you know, business and my personal development journey, I did keep an open mind and I was aware that at times, you know, obviously, you know, when I achieve my goals and that, I want to be kind of up here. But also, sometimes I'm on going to be like down here. And when I'm down there, just to keep the faith and the belief in the bigger vision, uh, mission and purpose, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. What's, what's your big vision? My big vision, um, yeah, so to build a big holding company that of businesses and brands that create positive change in the world and make a difference. So obviously right now I'm building grow together, but I am ambitious in, in the sense that. You know, I want to build multiple businesses and different brands. You know, to create that positive change and make make that difference. Also, want you know, want to to travel the world, and and also, you know, I think within those kind of you know, and create that infrastructure. You know, where we where we encourage. You know, I'm talking. You know, like. 10 year, 15 year, 20 years, but we encourage our teams, you know, and our, like our employees and that to go out there and pursue their own goals and dreams. You know, I think that's something, you know, that like you mentioned before, that flexibility. I think that's something, obviously, from my early stages is something that I want to create kind of like that open communication and encourage other people to go out there and pursue their own goals and dreams. So yeah, that's a, you know, that's a huge part of, of my vision.
0: Yeah, you know, that's so important. I love how you said, you know, you want your employees to you you basically want to empower them to to continue yeah. their own journeys and to, you know, to further on make a difference in this world. It's it, it sounds like that comes from the core of who you are especially. It's not something you're you're just saying, it's something that you truly believe in. It's so important. There are a lot of businesses out
1: there these days that treat their staff as a resource. Yeah. 100%. Sorry, I've interrupted you <laughs> no, no, mate. No, no. I just going I was also just going to throw in that also When people come on board, it's about loving kind of what they do as well. And so, what I mean by that, like if we, you know, like took on a graphic designer or something, you know, it's not just hiring any graphic designer. It's the hiring a graphic designer that loves what they do, you know. And then, you know, maybe you know five or ten years down the line, you know, they go off and pursue their own business or like whatever it is. If that makes sense. So, I think that is a part of it as well. You know, not just hiring anyone and everyone, you know, but going for a process where you know you're hiring the right people and you're bringing the right people in and the right people that love what they do in their in their role and can give value and kind of you know enjoy life and enjoy what they do so that's a huge part of kind of of it as well
0: yeah thank you for that distinction it may take you longer to find those you know those people that are really passionate about their craft but it definitely is worth it in, in the long run especially when they come into work and they've got this you know this this fire in their belly in a sense and they want to you know give back and, and do the best that they can it's definitely quite valuable to have from a mindset point of view are there any
1: are there any ways that you sort of maintain focus it's interesting actually because i would probably say i know you've noticed set probably in the last 6 months i would probably say like meditation or kind of some type some form of mindfulness and so i'll I explain what i mean by that because i was doing meditation for Probably, probably about a year or so, and then for some reason I kind of like changed around my morning routine and that, and I just stopped. I stopped doing it, and then I went back to it, and it was only when I went back to it, like I noticed how much it helped me, and I noticed how important it was, and so I would probably say some form of meditation or mindfulness, or and I mentioned before, you know, like reflection period where you're reflecting on kind of on your practice and what you're doing and kind of reconnecting with your purpose, your goals, you know, your vision, your mission, all, all of those things. Um, I think that's probably helped me the most. Um, sometimes, you know, just taking that step back and also asking for help from other people. You know, I'm someone that is uh to get in the habit of doing that because I would say it probably doesn't come naturally to me. Because you know, like we're all busy. Like we're all out there, you know, like me and you, you know, we're all out there doing our thing. And so, especially in like in like the early stages, I had like this limiting belief about, you know, obviously reaching out to people and kind of being a pain in their, in their, uh, backside, I suppose. And so I think for me, um, in terms of a mindset thing, that stepping back and that reflection and that meditation period has really helped me. And then, um, asking for help as well has also helped me.
0: I can definitely relate from a meditation point of view. I think the last couple of days, normally I meditate in the morning and. The last two days, I haven't. And I've noticed that my productivity and my focus has actually I've suffered. So it's amazing how even just a little bit of mindfulness can make your day so much better. You mentioned something that, that I, I've actually struggled with and something I've been trying to come to grips with is asking for help. You said that that didn't come naturally to you. How did you begin to develop the habit of, of asking for help?
1: Great question. So I suppose, you know, through that reflection process, I realized that actually, because during my reflection process, I kind of identify things I'm putting off. And so I noticed a trend kind of, it comes back to the self-awareness that I'm like quite big on as well. Actually, the trend was that every time, like, like when I was doing this period, like this reflection process, it was like asking for help guy coming up, like, oh, you know, I need to reach out to this person because he's an expert in this. And I didn't do it. And I was like, well, why did didn't you do it Luke you know so I was exploring that and then it's such a great question because I think just through like that self-awareness kind of period I noticed that I wasn't reaching out asking for help and I think once you're aware that you're not doing something like consciously aware then it's just about taking that leap of faith I suppose and for me you know just sending that quick message or that voice note or you know saying mate can we hop on the call or like whatever it is so that's kind of like a process that i use is like through that reflection process um i like developed a little bit more of self-awareness and i noticed that actually you know you're feeling stuck and you know and all these different things you know you know you know some of the experts or you know in business or like whatever it is that like that's their craft why aren't you asking why aren't you reaching out for them you know and then you know just taking that step, you know, just to send that voice note or that message. So I don't know if that answers your question. I mean, that's something that I can't, you know that I got into the habit of doing. It it does. In terms of reflecting, obviously
0: you, you developed your sense of self-awareness over a longer period of time and you saw a common trend. So you actually had the humility to go back and have a look at the things that keep coming up. But not only did you have the humility, you were able to go, okay, well this this is a blocker. What, what do I need to do to to overcome it? And then you, you know, like you said, you've taken a leap of faith. Like you said, it was, you know, sending an email or sending a voice note. And it was that little action that was able to reinforce that habit of asking for help and overcoming that, that blocker of yours. You also mentioned before having limiting belief about, you know, you you don't want to be a pain. You don't want to annoy somebody. Are there any other limiting beliefs that you've come across that you've managed to overcome?
1: uh yeah so there's definitely been um a few i mean i suppose you know growing up i've always been more on like the shy side and quiet side so i so i suppose kind of as i've grown older it's interesting that one because i think that is like my i suppose like my natural default kind of mode if that makes sense you know because you know when, when in like a meeting or conversations with people i'm more of kind of you know a listener you know and someone who just just Takes that step back, but then obviously there there comes a point when there that is like your quote unquote natural state, and then there's a point where because you believe it so much holds you back. If that makes sense, you know. So there's definitely like a balance there. I feel, and so you know, you know, facing that one has probably been one of the most challenging limiting beliefs to face because uh yeah, because like I say, you, you know, is it my natural state like right now, or is it you know the fact that actually a limiting belief? So I don't know if that makes sense. So you know, that one's been a huge one for me. I suppose, like I said before, when I'm reaching out to people, those have probably been the big ones. But yeah, you know, when I was working with my, one of my coaches a few years ago, you know, I, I wrote out all of my limiting beliefs. We went through a process, you know, it comes up to awareness, you know, like once you're aware of them, then you can kind of, you know, then you can take the actions to, to like overcome them, if that makes sense. So yeah, you know, I went through that process a few years ago and you know, it was a massive help for me, but I would probably say, you know, that one, about like my natural default state, you know, it's probably like the big one that is certain uh, situations is probably holding me back the most.
0: Yeah. And it's probably one of those things that probably got you to a certain point in a certain safe environment. And it probably worked up until a point. But it's fantastic that you've been self aware to go like this is, this is no longer serving me. And I need to, I need to become someone. I need to develop myself in, in other ways and to be able to communicate a bit better rather than being, you know, this shy or introverted person. I've gone through a similar journey. I was quite a shy kid growing up, so I can definitely relate to having to come out of my shell a bit more. It's not an yeah. easy process, as I'm, as I'm sure you've you've sort of found, but it's, uh, yeah. the benefits are worthwhile, yeah. even if it kind of feels in, in the short term that you're not really being who you are. So it's a funny, yeah, definitely.
1: It's fun, it's a funny yeah. balance. Yeah, definitely. And so I was just going to say, like things like podcasting, you know, and doing videos and that have definitely helped me, especially in my early stages, you know. I think you know the thing with me is, like I was saying when I first got started, I was around you know, you know like this group group of people. You know they kind of know me for that person. You know, and I think you know being on a podcast or you know doing my own podcast, doing you know my videos on YouTube, I can truly kind of express kind of myself if that makes sense and kind of my my true thoughts and, and everything. So I think podcasting and and things like that, you know, have really helped me as well to to kind of overcome that.
0: Did you did you find that it? It was a bit of a struggle initially going, you know, to start a podcast or to start, you know, doing more video content. And how
1: did you go about, you know, convincing yourself that it was the right thing to do? Is it it's so interesting? So looking back, I don't think like there was ever a, a time where where I was like, should I start a podcast or, or should I not? You know, when I first started, I was doing a lot more video, and it was interesting because you know I would just uh, I had no problem, like no problem whatsoever, about doing video content or when I first or last year when I got together with Arsenio, like I was telling you about we started the Motivational Mentors podcast. I had no, you know, kind of, uh, challenges or like issues around, around that, like, should I, shouldn't I, you know, type of thing. So, uh, it's interesting kind of, uh, with like podcasts when I'm doing, doing the video stuff, you know, there was none of, you know, there was none of that really. So, yeah.
0: That's really good that there were no sort of blockers. And, and for you, it sort of felt like a natural way, you know, to
1: to express yourself even more. Exactly. Exactly. Those, that's it. Those it's, forms are mediums. Exactly. That's it. I think because it was that natural form for me on both to really share my true thoughts, if that makes sense, and kind of like the message that I had with inside of me, you know, for like the past two years, which, you know, when I tried to, you know, talk to you know my social circle about, they would just shut me down. You know, so it was very natural then, I suppose, for me just to turn to a video or turn to a podcast or actually just to share them, just to, you know, try and help people because, you know, like I always believe that actually some of the things that I'm saying, because like they've helped me can also help others, you know, and, and it's about testing, like other people testing what works for them. You know, I wanted to share that information that, that helped me, you know, with them and kind of the personal development industry, the entrepreneurship, uh, as well, you know, entrepreneurship as a whole. You know, how both you know helped me in, you know, to find my true purpose in that. So, yeah, like you say, it was a an, natural an kind of form for me. Yeah,
0: and it's great that you're sharing your message because you know there are definitely those that need somebody to 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 listen to, to show them the way. You know, to show them what the next step is in a sense, or to show them what could be possible for them if they you know decided to sort of dig into them themselves a bit more and to discover what they're sort of meant to do on this earth. Yeah, definitely. For those that you help in, you know, the Grow Together community that you run, are there any common
1: themes that keep coming up? Uh, great question. Um, so I would say kind of young people as a whole. And I mean, I think I touched on it earlier um, about the still, quote-unquote, the traditional way of doing things. I think that is still very much a theme that I'm seeing. You know, so you know, school, obviously... So here in the... I mean, I you know it's different probably in, in America, like the system and that, but like school, college, uni you know, and then job type of thing. So, you, you know, and I suppose young people then when they get to uni not being able to find jobs because employers want experience. But, you know, if you're, you know, 20, 23, 24, like whatever age, you know, like do you have experience kind of in that position, you know? And um, then another huge one, obviously because university isn't cheap, you know, like debt it is a huge one I'm saying. I think, like you said before, people just wanting that flexibility and just, just to like, find their purpose, you know, and kind of like, well, asking the meaningful questions of like, like, what is life and those type of things, and um, and that, and then obviously, mental health challenges as well, so like anxiety and, and everything, which probably comes from you know the the kind of the pressures and everything, you know, from going through the system and that. So those are some of the big ones um, I can think of. Top, off the top of my head right now. So, yeah. Yeah, there are
0: definitely some big issues for, for young people like ourselves to deal with, especially in a world, you know, especially in the generation above us that that was the path. The path was go to school, go to uni, get a job and, and stay in that job for as long as you can and get promoted through that. I think these days, especially with the age of the internet, especially with, with social media, the, the amount of opportunities out there are really endless. And it really comes down to, you know, defining what you want and, and
1: going after it. Exactly, and I think that's interesting you said that because I think so people are maybe confused on what they want, and i like I think like they're confused about what they want because they don't because they haven't kind of went through i like I like to call it like the self discovery process, especially like young people you know because they are maybe too busy doing you know like whatever they're doing, they kind of ignore that process you know so like what are the things you stand for your life values you know all of these different things and I think once people get clear on those, it will help them to actually find, you know, if it's a career, like what career, you know, not it's for them because obviously people can change in that, you know. So obviously I'm just like trying to find the right, right words if that makes sense. Like mm. once you know what you stand for, I think things, uh, I don't, again, I don't like, I don't want to say become a lot easier, but I think you become, you have like more clarity and more direction, you know, that's what I would say two words I'm, I'm looking for, you know, clarity and direction, which for, for me, especially clarity, you know, and you know, not being in that confused state, which obviously self can bring the anxiety in that, you know. So, yeah, you know, I think young people do ignore that self-discovery, you know, process, um, you know, for, like for whatever reason, you know, it could be that their environment that doesn't allow, you know, allow that or like whatever it is. But I think once you go for that, you'll have a greater sense of purpose, you know, direction and clarity, um, and know you know what direction to move in so um, hopefully that makes sense
0: <laughs> you know it does it's, it's such a valuable thing to you know take take the time to be curious about yourself and what you stand for and and you know what direction you may want to go in and even even if you don't get it you know even if you don't get it right there and then at least you'll have some better understanding of at least you know what to do next in a sense
1: um, yeah 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 you know and I and I'll quickly throw this in. It's not like a one-time thing, you know. It's not like like I'm 23, you know. It will take a year, you know, and then you know that self-discovery period is over. You know, it's an ongoing process. But I just think you know, if young people started that process earlier, it would help them through that like through that time in their life. You know, if it's 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, 21, whatever it is, that can help them in the short term and in the long term. But yeah, it's definitely not like a one-time thing.
0: Yeah, no, no, definitely not. It's definitely a sort of a lifelong process because you keep discovering more parts of yourself that, you know, you didn't even know were there. And obviously having mentors and and those you look up to can be a really good way to to orientate yourself, you know, towards someone who's got that sort of direction and vision. Are there any people in your life that have influenced you or are mentors to you that have helped you along the way?
1: Yeah. So mentors are an interesting one. I think, you know, we obviously have those, we sometimes see, I always call them quote unquote, the big guys, don't we? You know, like your Tony Robbins and your Gary Vaynerchuk that actually, in, in a sense, are mentors because obviously they put out the content and you and people uh watch it and kind of are influenced by that. So I would definitely say, you know, you, you have the big guys that I follow and, you know, read books and kind of all those different things to learn from them. That is super, super valuable. And, you know, I encourage people to do, but then obviously, Kind of like from a step down, so that you have coaches and mentors that you can maybe work with, right? You know, right now if you're just getting started in a business, more closely with. And so, like I mentioned a few years ago, I, I was working with a coach and uh, and you know helping me with that belief thing. You know, I was talking about overcoming my limiting beliefs in that um, and getting started with a growth, 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 and everything. So. Um, I would definitely say, you know, like most of probably the the big guys that people know, you know, your Gary Vaynerchuk, your Tony Robbins, your, those hoes, you know, those people. And then I would also say people that, you know, just like I follow on Facebook that I can learn from, you know, I don't like a, you know, I do believe that you can learn something from everyone, you know, if it's something to do or something not to do, you know, I believe that you can learn from everyone. So yeah, I think there's definitely then people who, who are like around me who, Influenced me so my co-host on my podcast, Austin, you, you know, I've learned a lot from him. He's learned a lot from me. So it's then about creating that network and that community, and that's another reason why I created Grow Together because, as it says in the name, we grow together. You know, so it wasn't necessarily about putting all the spotlight on myself. You know, it, it was about providing that community, and I think the great thing that we've been able to do there is create that kind of uh, pro- like process and community where we can all learn something from each other um and anyway as 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 our name suggests grow together so yeah i hopefully that answers your question yeah it does yeah it's it's
0: definitely good to have a few people it's good to have people in your life that you can look up to on different, different varying levels as well like you said you've got your your big names but you've also got the people who are coaching and mentoring you but i love how you said it's not only about those guys it's also about you know your peers and and the ones even not beneath you but the ones that you're helping can be people that can help you discover more about yourself. I'm curious, where does your open-mindedness come from? I'm just trying to think, really. Because yeah, throughout, throughout this conversation, it's mm. definitely, definitely a theme that keeps coming up and I'm really curious because for me, it was something I struggled with growing up. I was, had quite a fixed mindset and it's only probably up until about a year ago where I actually had to discipline myself and go, look, this is something I want to develop. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious
1: for you, where, where did it sort yeah. of all, all come from? Such a great question. And I, if I'm going to be like completely honest, I have no idea around to answer it <laughs> because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 110% sure like where, you know, people ask me similar questions, you know, like where did, you know, this come from or this come from? And I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to go away and, you know, like self discover on those things a bit more. Mm. But, um, you know, I think like starting my, obviously starting my personal development journey a few years ago has obviously helped m- massively you know but i've always like kind of believed in i mean you know in asking uh, like thought provoking life questions even if they really you know, were to myself and i didn't you know ask them to like external sources or people so um yeah man i'm, I'm sorry i'm not 100% sure oh, how to ask fun. you but yeah i'm definitely going to going to go away and kind of self discover on that <laughs> you know <and> kind <laughs> of see, see where a follow up question
0: then is how do you maintain being open minded i guess for those that
1: are yeah, struggling
0: okay. to become more open minded what are some things they can do to to broaden their perspective? Or yeah, great do, question.
1: What do you do? To great, great, question. So I think always keep learning, always keep learning. And so, like I said before, because you know I believe that you can learn something from everyone. And you know, like I said before, I'm more of a listener. I probably well, you know, which has its benefits, and obviously is is disadvantages as well. And you know, knowing when to speak up and all those types of things, but I would probably say to someone, you know, to, to broaden their mind and be more open is it's just to continue to learn and, you know, like just re- like read books, listen to audiobooks, podcasts, you know, and just take what other people are saying on board, but then apply it to your life. You know, like something that may work for somebody else might not work for you. But you would never know that if you don't give it a go. And I think that's kind of like a mindset that I've had. You know, is like, you know, I'm going to listen to like a podcast, whatever. And then take that on board, but then find a way to apply that to my life and my circumstances and everything. So um, hopefully that will help your, your audience just start to be more open-minded. It's not about, you know, taking what everyone's saying to you and doing it exactly as they tell you necessarily to do it because that works for them. But take what people are saying to you and going, okay, how can this then work for me? You know, and apply that to to your life. And, um, and you know, and I don't think, you know, creating those habits and those routines to also help you. Um, but I think, you know, that's pretty much just what I've done is um, I know that, you know, I can learn something from pretty much everyone. And it's just about how then I apply it and implement it, which is so important because people may read a book and they're just not implementing it anything. How can I apply that to my business or my life or like whatever it is? to help me to move forward and share my message and impact more people. So hopefully that answers your question there.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it does. That's really valuable. And you touched on a really great point is you can listen to all this content and you can accumulate all this knowledge, but unless you, you know, do something with it or apply it to your own sort of circumstances, it really is, it means nothing in a sense. And so it's, yeah, yeah you made a really good point of, you know, if if you discover something or you learn something, then a great way to, to use that knowledge just to put it in practice in your own life. So that, that, that's really important. And I'm so glad you um you talked about it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, look, a question I'd like to ask all guests, and I'd love to hear your
1: perspective, is what's your definition of the grind? Oh, the grind. Um, my definition of the grind it... is is doing something that you love to do, even if you're not getting, I suppose quote unquote rewarded in terms of you know money or like whatever it is right away, you know, like especially in like business, you know, just like doing it for because you love to do it, um, and doing it kind of from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to to sleep. And um just doing it because you love it, not because you know somebody is gonna give you, you know, like a hundred thousand pounds or like whatever it is. You just do it purely because you love it and you know you're gonna work from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep doing that one thing or one or two things.
0: I love that. Yeah. And business can be one of those things that you know you might not see results for a little while. Sometimes you just need a bit of perseverance or persistence to get through it. Um, yeah. Which can, yeah, sometimes it does feel like a grind in a sense. Where can people find more about you and Grow Together?
1: Yeah. So for Grow Together, just go to growtogethernetwork.com. And for me, um, people can, um, go to my website, LukeBurrows.com, or find me on pretty much all social media platforms. I'm on all of them, um, under, uh, my username, which is real luke Burrows. Wonderful. Luke, thanks so much for sharing,
0: um, sharing your perspectives on, on the podcast. Really, really do appreciate your time. And I think we, we hit upon some pretty, um, big topics about mindset mm-hmm. development, perseverance, limiting beliefs. So
1: yeah, thank you. No worries. Thank you for having me on.
0: If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, I appreciate you for stopping by. Please subscribe. Otherwise, if you took away valuable advice from this episode, I'd love for you to share it with others. Until next time.